It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 20th, 2019. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the big news in the Magic Kingdom that is, namely, the arrival of Markel Fultz officially in Orlando for at least the time being. He'll be uh, continuing his rehab in Orlando. I'll have an update on that. Plus, the Magic's game against the New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday is the Magic finally back in action. And I'll explain the importance of this homestand for the Orlando Magic, a big one as teams around them are not losing ground, as some might anticipate in Orlando, certainly has ground to make up. But before we get to any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you are looking for. Just like there's a podcast covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you would expect from someone that follows a team this closely. For the latest on the New Orleans Pelicans, check out Locked On Pelicans. To catch up on the Miami Heat, check out Locked On Heat. To learn about the Brooklyn Nets' incredible 25-point comeback against the Sacramento Kings on Tuesday night, check out Locked On Kings. There's a Locked On podcast for everyone. There's a national perspective on Locked On NBA as well as fantasy basketball on Locked On Fantasy Basketball. It's a Locked On podcast. I work to, to search on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. It's your team every day. The big news coming out of the Magic Kingdom actually came late Monday night as Markel Fultz posted on his Instagram story a photo of himself and his mom with the locator geotag Orlando, Florida. That raised a few eyebrows. Well, it was confirmed in immediate, as he spoke to the media on Tuesday that Fultz is back in Orlando. Markel Fultz is continuing his rehab in Orlando now. He's no longer working out in Los Angeles um, and is rejoining the team, observing practices, as well as on the bench at games. I would expect to see him on the bench for Wednesday's game. It's an important step for Markel Fultz in his continued rehab from thoracic outlet syndrome, which is a condition uh, where the nerves or the blood vessels are impinged but pretty much between the neck and the ribs. It's, it's, it's a really kind of weird thing. It's, it's, it's a collection of different, uh, different things. But it's important that this step happens because uh, Jeff Weltman had described that this was sort of the, the second step to the Magic kind of bringing Markel Fultz along. When the Magic acquired Markel Fultz, they, they didn't want to interrupt the progress that he was making on his own. They, they wanted to trust, his, trust him, trust his judgment, and allow him to continue to work at his own pace and, and in the way that he is most comfortable working because ultimately the Magic's goal is for him to be healthy for him to be comfortable, and for him to play. And so it it felt like the Magic just didn't want to change much, at least at this initial stage. And so Jeff Waltman went out to Los Angeles to observe him and 
kind of get to understand what what the issue is and what the injury is and what he's doing to correct it. Uh, the Magic's training, some of the Magic's training staff and performance staff also went to Los Angeles to observe and learn. And the going thought was, they're going to let him continue to work in Los. They wanted him to continue to work in Los Angeles. They didn't want to disrupt his rhythm or any process that he was going through. Jeff Weltman would often describe right now that would would describe it this way that the Magic wanted to give him the time to get to a place where he is comfortable to continue making progress before they then bring him into Orlando and as Weltman put it wrap their arms around him kind of embrace him in that way it, it even then it didn't seem like that time was particularly close especially with the season ending maybe it would be best to bring him in in the summer kind of very relaxed, just bring him in slowly. He can use the gym when he wants to. All, the, all that good stuff. It appears though Fultz is a little further along. And, you know, maybe it's Fultz wants to be involved somehow in the playoff race. The competitive edge and juices in him says he wants to be with his new teammates, uh, which, you know, by all accounts, he had a great time meeting with Steve Clifford, a great time meeting with the team, with the teammate, with his new teammates. He knows Mobamba from previous Team USA events, it felt like he was genuinely happy to be around the Magic uh, for that one game before the All-Star break. And with the Magic in the playoff race, it seems like he wants to lend his support to his teammates any way that he can. So maybe that's why he's, he's here. But he would not be in Orlando if he did not feel like he could continue his rehab successfully in Orlando with the Magic's training staff that, and also that he felt like he could trust the Magic's training staff to work with him and continue his rehab onto its next step. Let's make this perfectly clear. Markel Fultz is not close to playing basketball yet, at least not at an NBA level. It's very, very unlikely that he suits up for the Orlando Magic this season. In fact, I would still put that percentage and that chance to be slim to none. Perhaps there's a chance. Who knows? But with the Magic in the playoff race, there is no need and no desire to push him further and faster than he can handle. The Magic just aren't there yet with him. And that's perfectly fair. That's perfectly fair to ask of him. And honestly, I think it's the right thing because disrupting the Magic's rotation right now with a major player with you know who's working his way through an injury probably isn't the best decision for this group. I know they just added Michael Carter-Williams. They could use the backup point guard help, but it's probably not the best decision for this group. And certainly, I think not the best decision for Fultz. Uh, One of the issues in Philadelphia was apparently that he was having trouble dealing with some of the pressure and the immediate winning pressure that was put on him as a top overall pick on a team that was suddenly one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. So going slow here is, I still think, the right decision. But that doesn't mean you don't take progress, you don't take stock of progress when it happens. And Fultz coming to Orlando is certainly a sign of progress. Fultz told the media on Tuesday that he's still not doing a lot of basketball activity. He's not doing a lot of on-court stuff. It's still a lot of conditioning, still a lot of rehab and physical therapy. He's doing some, though. So it's not like he hasn't touched a basketball or he's not on the court doing little things. But certainly he's nowhere near to being ready to play, especially when the pressure is ramped up as high as it is right now. Ultimately, though, this is a good day and good news for Marco Fultz and his continued recovery. This is a sign that he feels comfortable going to a new team, having new people help him out, learning from 
his current coach, Steve Clifford, being around his teammates. He's comfortable enough to disrupt the rhythm that he has developed in Los Angeles to be part of the team, to take that next step in his his development and his rehab. This day was going to come inevitably. I don't think a lot of us thought it would come this soon, that the Magic would kind of stay hands-off and let him do his thing for the rest of this season. But that's obviously not the case. Their timeline is much different than maybe we all thought. Fultz is maybe a little bit further along than we all thought. But it's certainly a good day and a good sign that he is making steps toward returning to the court. And of course, what player he will be when he gets there, still the big unknown. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So expect to see Markel Fultz on the bench for Wednesday's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Not in uniform, of course, because actually there's a weird thing. The reason why the Magic were able to sign Michael Carter-Williams was because they received an injury exception. Uh, because they have three players who are injured for, or four players that are injured for a long period of time, and so they're granted an extra roster spot to make up for it. So because Timothy Mozgov, Mohamed Bamba, Isaiah Briscoe, and Marco Fultz are out for so long, the Magic got an extra roster spot. Now, if Bamba returns to practice, which is starting to become a little more likely um, as he's out of the boot, he's starting to do some on-court activity again. Once Bamba returns to practice or any of those players return to practice, the Magic will lose that roster spot. So some intrigue there to keep an eye on as the season moves on. But the Magic, but Fultz will be on the bench most likely when the Magic take on the New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday night as the Magic get back to work this season. Now, the last time we saw the New Orleans Pelicans, Anthony Davis had requested his trade. Uh, they decided to play him. He had his worst game in, in, in a uniform when he played any meaningful minutes. He didn't make a shot. Um, it was really ineffective, and the situation was just at its worst when the Magic played them, and the Magic beat New Orleans 118-88. to It was a blowout during the Magic's big five-game win streak that really changed the season, and, and it was a, a complete and f- strong performance for the Magic against a team that wasn't playing well and was kind of lost and had lost some of its identity. Anthony Davis is still playing. About 20 minutes per game still. And he's still not playing most most of the fourth quarters. But this New Orleans team is playing a lot better. They're smack dab in the middle of the league in net rating, a minus .2 net rating. They're not strong defensively, but they can score. And that's even the case without Anthony Davis. Let's just take a look at their post-All-Star statistics. Let's just take a look at what they look like since the All-Star break. The Pelicans have faltered a little bit. They're 5-9 and nine since the All-Star break, a minus 3.9 net rating. They have a 111 defensive rating, so they're not a very good defensive team. Their 107.1 offensive rating is a bit of a slip, but they are still a dangerous offensive team. Julius Randle is playing well. They still have Drew Holiday, and of course, they still have our good friend, Alfred Payton. Payton, as Magic fans have come to know, does tend to pile up statistics toward the end of seasons. He gets stronger as the year goes on, 
uh, and is able to do a lot of different things on the court. He is a very dangerous player. It's it's no fluke that Peyton was a starter for so long for the Magic. And while um, you know eventually they, they traded him away for essentially nothing, um, it, he's still a very effective guard. And he's proven that again this year. Five straight triple doubles for Alfred Payton. Containing him and, and, and keeping him from getting the ball movement, moving is a problem for most defenses. It was a problem when the Magic had him to begin with. In the last five games, the Pelicans are not winning still. They're still struggling a little bit. They're one and four. They're still struggling defensively, but they're still consistently they're still consistently scoring offensively. They are a team you should beat. Magic, I believe, are favored by six and a half. This is a game that Magic have to get, and, and I'll explain one of the reasons why in just a moment. But this is still a dangerous team. Still a team with a lot of weapons, and yes, for 20 minutes, they have Anthony Davis, who is one of the very best players in this league. But frankly, the Pelicans play better without Davis at this point. Julius Randle is a handful on the block, and Aaron Gordon does tend to have problems with traditional fours uh, defensively. They've still got, again, Alfred Payton. They've still got Drew Holiday. This is still a tricky team. And uh, playing against equal opponents and they should feel like Orlando is equal to them. They certainly are by record. New Orleans can pick off a team if you're not careful. They can get hot. They can play well. What's really going to be key in this game is Orlando keeping up the defensive pressure, finding a way to slow them down, and then using that to feed their offense. If Orlando scores consistently, because back when Orlando played them the first time, their offense was humming at the best it's hummed all season. And so the Magic have to keep that, have to find that rhythm again because they're not playing offense at that same level right now. If Orlando turns in, turns this into a grinded out game, they should feel pretty good about things. Everything's going to start with their defense. If they can hold New Orleans down, the Pelicans' defense will give the Magic opportunities to score. And of course, Orlando has got to hit shots. If they play this game the same way they play the Atlanta game. They will win this game as comfortably as they won that Atlanta game, if not a little bit more, because that had some outliers with the Magic's poor shooting. This is one the Magic have to get. And I'll explain why here in just a moment. So, before we get into that, if you're like me, Tuesday was the start of the NCAA tournament. Well, you have to have your brackets in Tuesday. I was a little bit late, but but I didn't peek at the scores. I didn't look at the scores before I turned in my brackets. And guess what? I was two for two on my first four picks. Yeah, that's right. I picked the first four. That's part of my brackets. Sue me. I picked Fairleigh Dickinson, and I picked uh, Ayers, uh, uh, Belmont to beat Temple. There's still some first four games to go. You, you can start your brackets early. It's okay. But the NCAA tournament is officially, unofficially underway with the first four in Dayton, on Tuesday, and then two more games on Wednesday. But Thursday, the big dance begins. And I want you to know that you can fill out a tourney bracket at DraftKings this year. That's right. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grabs. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tourney, even you who don't know anything about college basketball. And so you might as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion 
with $64,000 in prizes on the line. Please mention, oh, I, 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 I'm not supposed to read that part, but I've gone through my brackets now. I've, I've looked at uh, w- what I think is going to happen. And, you know, Duke was my favorite through the first run through, but guess, guess what? Everyone's going to pick Duke. So you know what? I'm going to go off board and pick Virginia. I just sealed their, their fate. They're going to lose in the first round again. Sorry, Virginia. So I'll pick Gonzaga. It's not so easy, is it? But I have my picks in. I've, I, I'll share them online before Thursday's tournament. I'm looking forward to Marquette versus Murray State. That's that's the first round game I'm most eager to see. Marcus Howard versus Ja Morant. And of course, I'm excited to see Duke and excited to see the storylines that emerge. I know up in Jacksonville, there's a fantastic story about Wofford, local kid from Orlando playing for the Terriers uh, with, I think, a real chance to get to the Sweet 16. I really like that Wofford team from, from what I've seen. But you have until Thursday. You have until Thursday at noon to get your picks in and pick the winner of every game, every round, and your national all the way to the national championship. That's all there is to it. And the best part is you can play for free with the code DRIBBLE. That's DRIBBLE, D-R-I-B-B-L-E. Don't double dribble, just dribble. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends and compete for bragging rights or prove that a dog picking randomly it does better than you. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com now. Use code word DRIBBLE to enter the bracket battle promotion for free and compete for your share of $64,000. That's code DRIBBLE to enter the bracket battle for free only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Of course, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic are now at, are are close to now, the midpoint of this vitally important five-game homestand. I don't need to tell you, really, I shouldn't need to tell you how important this homestand is. The Magic are a strong home team this year. 20-16 and 16 at home. A, a win, one more home win will guarantee a winning home record. That's, that's pretty impressive for this, for this team, for, you know, for where they've been. And of course, I don't need to tell you about where the Magic are in the playoff chase. With Miami's win over Oklahoma City... The Heat are now a game and a half up on the Magic. With the Nets upsetting the Sacramento Kings, they're now three games up on the Magic for seventh. And the Heat, by the way, have one game in hand now on the Magic. They'll catch up, don't worry. But Orlando has ground to make up still. They still have work to do. And this homestand presents an incredible and important opportunity for the Magic to make up that ground. Steve Clifford can fully admit and say that he doesn't look at stretches of the schedule or who the opponent is and say, this is a part where we need to take advantage of, but I'm not buying it. Regardless of the opponent, these five games that started last week against Cleveland, a win, and Sunday against Atlanta, 
also a win, represents a key moment in this Magic season. This is where the Magic have to bank up wins and gain some confidence, refine their rhythm, rediscover their rhythm, and start making their serious push for the playoffs. This is like that fourth quarter run the Magic have to make. This is that part of the game where the Magic have to execute and focus intensely, even if fatigue is telling them they can't or they, they're not, they, they can't get through it. Because what's left, what's coming next, is going to be extremely difficult. There's no way around it. The Magic will play the New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday. The Pelicans, eliminated from the playoffs, are 31-42. and 42. Roughly the same record as the Magic. Like I said, this is a game that the Magic should get. They've got to start winning these games against their equals if they want to make the playoffs now that they seem to be able to beat the teams that are worse than them in the standings. After they play New Orleans, they'll play Memphis on Friday, 28-42, and 42, also a team that's their equal. They struggled to close them out earlier this month, a game that the Magic have to get. And then they'll close the homestand out Monday against the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia is slightly better, 46-25. and 25. They clinched a playoff spot a little while ago. So, to say the least, the Magic have to feel like getting four of five of these games at home is vital. And the reason why is what comes next. The team should not be looking this far ahead, but we will. After this homestand ends, all that talk of the Magic having a relatively easy schedule for the rest of the way ends. Because that four-game road trip is going to decide a lot of things for this team. After, the, after Monday's game against Philadelphia, Orlando travels to Miami for a back-to-back in Miami for the season series. And likely for control, for the driver's seat in this playoff race. I've already circled that game against the Miami Heat next Tuesday as the most important game the Magic have liked, the single most important game the Magic have likely played, honestly, since the 2010 Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not joking about that. I don't think any single game the Magic have played will have the same kind of stakes in an individual game that the Magic have seen since probably Game 6 of the 2010 Eastern Conference Finals. I, I, I really believe that. I don't think really any game that the... I mean, maybe Game 6 of the 2011 first round when, they, when the Magic lost to the Hawks on the road. Maybe that game held a little bit more stakes. But, you know, really a lot of change didn't come of it. Um, so so I, I don't know if, if that's the case. But that game is pretty big. Pretty really big. It, 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 I mean, if the standings hold up, the Magic will either be a game back or tied entering that game for the final spot in the playoffs. And that one is a true six-pointer. As if that weren't enough, on that road trip, the Magic then travel to Detroit, who's six in the East, but running away with things. They've got a healthy three-and-a-half game lead on Orlando now. Then they travel to Indiana and then to Toronto. Not an easy road ahead for the Magic. 
That four-game road trip, the Magic got to hope they can break even with a win against Miami. Because if they can do that, they will be in good shape for the rest of the season. They'll close at home against New York and Atlanta before hitting the road to play Boston and Charlotte to close the season. That's right. We see the end of the tunnel here. The season is almost over. And obviously the pressure and intensity is going to ramp up as the Magic have to try and get as many wins as they can because they have ground to make up. They're not just a game and a half back. The Heat have a game in hand. The Heat schedule is not easy. The Nets schedule especially, and I, I would target that I'm targeting the Nets specifically here too, is not easy either. But this is the big moment for the Magic. They've got to set themselves up for success now. They've got to set themselves up to be playing better and playing at their best now. Because the road gets a lot tougher in the next week. Steve Clifford, before Thursday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, said, this isn't a must-win, but we got to win this game. And that was more about confidence after losing to Washington, and the Magic played angry, and they took care of their business. We're getting to the point where this game against New Orleans on Wednesday night isn't a must-win. But the Magic need to win this game. There's no doubt about it. The Magic can't afford to give away these opportunities anymore. They've given away plenty already. And it starts with defending their home court. They've got plenty of home games left. they got five home games left, in fact. These three plus those two. And Orlando's got to figure it's got to go 4-1 and one in those home games to get themselves the 37 wins. Then they got to steal a few on the road. It's going to take probably 38, 39, possibly even 40 wins to make the playoffs right now. I'm willing to say that 39 is the number to reach. And with five home games and six wins to go to get to that number, the Magic can't squander these opportunities. Philadelphia will be the toughest one to get, no doubt about it. And so they can't slip up right now. They need to take advantage of this time at home. So far, they have. So far, they've played fantastic. So far, they've played their best basketball since the All-Star break. And they need that to continue Wednesday. And then on into Friday. And then on into Monday. And then on into a game that is a must-win game. Tuesday against Miami. This journey is almost over. And the Magic have to know that this is the time to make their push. And they get the chance to do it at home at the Amway Center. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter there, at OMagicDaily. 
That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rosson Wright. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.